marriage is a journey. And at some point, the honeymoon stage will end and real life begins. Then what? Marriage takes work. You got finances, careers, conflict, communication, good grief, how to fold the towels, how to squeeze the toothpaste, and maybe even children all have to be figured out. There will be high highs. And there will be low lows. You can learn the hard way. Or you can learn from other people's example. We are Robin Meredith Kendall and the Honest Marriage Podcast. Together, we can help you navigate these times. Because in marriage, you're in it for better and worse. Welcome to episode five of the Honest Marriage Podcast. My name is Meredith Kendall. And I am Rob Kendall, your host today. (laughs) That's right. We are on a game show today called Communication in Marriage. Uh, Oh, yes. This has been my life for the last couple of weeks. Yes. Well... (laughs) Things have, it's been crazy. We've crazy, had a crazy. real crazy three months, and things have calmed down, and so I tend to be a little bit more relaxed again lately. So, so you might be in for a treat with all so his different. This is episode pers- five of <laughs> the Honest podcast, <laughs> and this right. is our third episode on communication. communication. Yep. Uh, the the one we did two weeks or two times ago, actually four weeks ago, because right? we do every other week. Um, we went through the 11. We went through the 11 do's and don'ts. And then last week we highlighted the first three. Right. Today we're going to highlight number four and five. But let's go through the first 11. Let's go back and go over the 11 again really quick. Just to catch people yeah. up in case you weren't here. Well, and you can also go back and go listen through. to them. But if you don't you have can. time, you let's can. just go through the 11 really quick. So number one of the 11 was listen to learn and not to respond. Right. Don't shut them off um, to think through your response. But... You know, make sure you are clearly listening. Right. Number two was to over-communicate. Yeah, but don't assume they know what you're talking about. Right. Don't assume they know what you're talking about. At the same time, it can be a bad thing if you go on and on and on. Right, right. Don't go to China. minutia that has nothing to do with the... With like the, we say, uh, go, don't go to China to get to New York. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Number three was to pay attention. Which was funny because I got onto social media last time to look for something that I wanted to quote. And you said, just like that, get into social media. There you go, go into social media. <laughs> don't be distracted with TV, books, that kind of thing. Uh, number four was be honest and deal with it. We're going to talk about this one today. Don't bury your feelings. Let things fester. Don't accept excuses. We're going to get into that one today. Okay. But let's be clear with what you are saying. Right. That's number five. That's number five. If you were clear with what you were saying, <laughs> you would have said, said this is five. number five. <laughs> be clear with what you're saying. Don't say one thing with your mouth and another with your facial expressions, tone, attitude, and actions. Right. You we're going to talk about the actions. You brought that yep. up a little bit ago as we were kind of talking through what we were going to say today. Number six is be courteous and give time. Give give the right time and don't... Interrupt. Um, we, yeah, there you go. Don't interrupt. <laughs> All right, smart Alec. Number seven. Oh, number seven. Be respectful. Oh, you're mansplaining. I'm not mansplaining anything. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. So don't belittle. Right. Don't insult. Sarcasm. Kind of you know that right. sarcasm that you use a lot? Well, sarcasm can be good at times. It can. It, it can. can be bad at it can times. be fun. Number eight. Remind, 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 calm. We're going to remind calm as we talk about communication and clear communication. Don't get hysterical or historical. Right. 
And, uh, you know. Don't bring up the past unless it's relevant. Right. Number nine, keep things private. Uh, yes, your laundry belongs in the laundry basket, not on social not media. Not on social media. Yes. If we had gone through our struggles that we went through when social media was around, I don't think we'd be married today. Oh, I know we wouldn't. Right. I know we wouldn't. Yeah. Because you cannot take back things, especially... You can delete a post, but... Yeah, but it's still out there. Absolutely. It is still out there. Um, number 10 is accept there could be a different view. No, there couldn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't be narrow-minded about things. You know. And, and it, you know what? I think also about the don't, I mean, accepting different views um, is maybe, you know, there's a reason there's three Gospels and they're all a little bit different. Well, and I was just going to say, it's funny. The older <laughs> I get, the less I see things in black and white. And I understand that there are tons of shades of gray. Right. That, that are in this continuum from black to white. And just because it's different doesn't mean it's wrong. Right. So, and then number 11 really was kind of focused more on the on the type A personalities, the doers to get things done. And, the, <laughs> and every man in the audience, uh, ask if they want your opinion. Ask if they want you to fix something. Right. Or if they just want you to listen. Don't give unsolicited advice. Right. Now you can say, hey, would you like, my opinion on that then it's solicited advice if they say yes but i'm glad meredith has women that she can call and just vent to and not have someone respond (laughs) with i'm going to fix your problem because i'm a fixer that's what i do that's what us men do is we like to fix things but women also understand that you do need to be going to another woman for that venting right and not somebody of the opposite sex right and right. we'll get into that later when well, we get yeah, into we'll do number that eleven. On number eleven. So, but couple, today, couple episodes down the road there. Uh, real quick though, okay. hey, we've gotten some good feedback again. Yeah, people saying this is great. Keep going. Love what you're doing. So, thank but we you would for love that. to hear from you. Love to hear from you. Yes, yeah. and they so, can email us at uh, marriage. Honest marriage. The honest marriage podcast. What is it? Honest is it marriage. The, I think it's, it's just honest marriage podcast. Yes, honest at gmail.com. It is honest marriage podcast at gmail.com. Wow. I am so sorry, y'all. I have been on the computer doing taxes. My eyes are just like, (laughs) and my brain is kind of fried. I understand. That's all right. I've been staining staining in in polyurethane polyurethane for a a floor job I'm starting tomorrow. So I get it. Uh, When this is being released, I will be going out and uh, starting this floor job. So number four today is be honest and deal with it you know for right at 20 years you and i have worked with families that are struggling with people who are in a lot of repeated cycles of abuse and addiction and all these negative generational cycles and one of the things we have seen a lot is people aren't honest and they don't deal with the junk that's going on in their lives oh gosh I, I mean, it's just, they make excuses for others. They make oh, excuses for themselves. Oh, that living in denial? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. They live in that Egypt river, river in Egypt <laughs> denial. Uh, it's That was a bad joke gone wrong. Yeah, that's a dad joke. Hashtag dad joke. Uh, yeah. Okay, so be honest and deal with it. Sure. Um, and we've had to do that at different times in our marriage. Well, yeah. I mean, if you are not honest... And, you know, I guess in honesty, you also have to be careful not to exaggerate. Um, 
exaggerate something, the situation, exaggerate your side of it. I mean, you really do need to, um, and I guess I learned this when I would be called, not as a witness, but just kind of like called to team meetings and stuff with uh, Department of Children's Services and that kind of stuff. And they just look at me and they say, okay, we need you just to tell us the facts. Right. You know, just tell us, that, don't inflect anything in it. Don't take right. away from anything. I, I just need the facts. And I think if a lot more of us were in our honesty, we're just fact driven. Right. Instead of emotional driven. Sure. Um, things would not get so heated, maybe. Well, sure. We said be honest and deal with it. Don't bury your feelings. Let it fester. Don't accept excuses. I think you bring up a very good point is that often we can inflame the situation by making it worse by exaggerating and adding our opinion that that wasn't wasn't really part of the original discussion. Right. Uh, and we can we can make things a whole lot worse sometimes. Right. Um, by and that's part of honesty. Honesty is going both sides of the equation that you stay in the middle and you're honest with things. Uh, don't bury your feelings. Okay. Now, we are in a, a touchy-feely <laughs> society right now oh. where it's all about your feelings. And but congratulations, I... you got married. Here's your trophy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now it's going to be a great marriage. Oh, what's that? Your feelings got hurt. Time for a divorce. No, that don't bury your feelings. Don't let things fester at the same time. Um there are times when the feelings do have to come out and you have to say, you know what, that really bugs me when you do that or that hurts me when you say those things. Right. And I think part of that, um, don't bury your feelings, is also a learned behavior, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's when we get into codependent relationships when you mm -hmm. are so worried about taking care of the other person um, and you don't care about what is going on with you and then it blows up. Right. Um, because you do bury it and you, and maybe you feel like that's just the way life is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden one little thing goes and, <laughs> and often it has nothing to do with the actual problem you're dealing with. No. It's just the straw that breaks the proverbial camel's back. Correct. And uh, it, you just go ballistic on it. Don't accept excuses. Mm. Don't make Excuses, excuses for other for people. I mean, uh. number four, if you really think about be honest and deal with it. Don't bury your feelings. Don't let it fester. Don't accept excuses. Don't make excuses. We're talking on the verge of and even rolling into absolute abusive situations here. Right. You know, right. I mean, when we were kids, there was this, I know it was a whole lot worse from what you've said in your family, not mine, that what happens at the house, you just don't tell anybody what's going on mm -hmm. at home. You don't tell anybody what's right. going on at home. Um, they act as if it never happened rule. Right. 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 Um, so be honest and deal with it. That's how you prevent mm -hmm. abuse. That's how you prevent a lot of the of the nasty, horrible things that can happen in right. relationships. And, in, in, uh, yeah, I mean, if you think about the amount of abuse that's gone on throughout the years and nobody was honest and nobody dealt with it. Uh, even even adults who will go back and say, you know, when I was young, this happened to me by my uncle or my cousin or whatever, and they won't be honest, they won't deal with it. In fact, as an adult, they'll call usually the girl a liar that no one ever did that to you. Um, right. So I don't, I'm not sure exactly how don't uh, be honest and deal with it turned into this is a great way to prevent abuse. But hey, this is a great way to prevent abuse. <laughs> um, and so there you have it. 
uh, be honest and deal with things. Don't bury it. And and I think excuses is a big thing. Right. When we, you start making excuses for your um, in relationships mm-hmm. and you start accepting behavior that is not right. Right. Um, and again, then you make an excuse for it. It just starts this cycle. Right. Like the snowball that's coming down is going to become an avalanche. Sure. And that is scary. And and you wonder how um, how people you know, just look at them and you're like, how in the world did they just snap? I mean, I I thought their kids were in soccer. I thought their family was amazing. I thought you know, I think a lot of it has to do with they bury things, they make excuses right. for things. Well, and we put our mask on when we go out in the oh, public. Yeah, and everything's can know. fine. That's right. Yeah, everything's fine. Um, and and I had a thought and it disappeared. Okay, well, we'll so catch it maybe big later. Maybe it'll reappear in a moment here on what All I right. was thinking. So oh, oh, I know what it was. Okay. About not accepting excuses. We live in this victim mentality where right. nothing is anybody's fault anymore. You know, oh, well, you know what? He had a rough childhood, so that's why he's a jerk and acts like he does. No, no excuses. At some point in time, you've got to let go of what happened in your past. Not let go as in you don't deal with it. Right, you, you need to deal with it. You need to deal with it, but at some point point in time you can no longer claim well i'm this way because my parents raised me like this correct no, because you guess what at some point in time you got to take responsibility for yourself right and, and that's what we you know we teach that all the time right. in in our classes and when people realize oh my goodness i didn't realize and then all of a sudden they're like oh i can heal from this right they want to be healed but when you continue to make excuses for them, sure, they, they can, don't have to be. They healed. don't have to be. Healed. They can be the victim, and we live in a victim, victim society we do. today. Okay, so let's go to number five. I think we number five. Yeah, we <laughs> well, yeah, I think we beat that one up. <laughs> when we said we're trying to get these down to twenty to twenty-five minutes, we're more than halfway through already. So here we go. Be clear with what you are saying. Mm-hmm. Is that? Are you talking to me? Well. <laughs> I might be. Don't say one thing with your mouth and another thing with your facial expressions, tone, and attitude. How many times have you heard in the last two weeks when I've looked at you and you've looked at me and I said, don't look at me in that tone of voice because you, because you give me this look like, yeah. Uh-huh. 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 But you know what else? Be clear with what you're saying. I have an issue with, I started the conversation in my head mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, I come out mid-sentence, and you're looking at me like, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? I mean... (laughs) Now, of course, we we actually went through all of that last week with over-communicating and paying attention. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, be clear with what you're saying. I mean, it has to do with that, too. And I think maybe maybe instead of be clear with what you're saying, the way to say that in, in context of what we're talking about today is maybe... Be consistent with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. The words of your mouth and your facial expressions and your attitude and, and your, your tone in your actions mm-hmm. are all consistent. Right. Um, and, and this gets into passive aggressive behavior. Belittling, stem, you know. Well, it just even, you know, starting to make the snide little comments. And no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then you do stuff to intentionally... Uh, create additional work for Does that have to do with, um, no, I don't want dessert. I'll just have a bite of yours. Well, (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, that would certainly not be clear with what you're saying. I have lost several pieces of dessert. I still have a piece of key lime pie left, don't I? You do. My birthday pie that she made me, there's one slice left. And no, I'm going to be clear. <laughs> you're not getting a bite of this. And the dog's not eating part of it either because the dog got a piece of the slice of pie the other day before he got yanked out of the So refrigerator. be clear with what so. you are saying. Rob is going to eat a piece of key lime pie all by himself and I get none of it. And if you could see my facial expression right now, you would know there is a big grin. The tone is nice and gentle. My attitude is great, but it's my piece of pie. Happy birthday to me a couple of weeks ago. Or, yeah, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So Anyway, be clear. But um, I think that just, I think so many times, you know, we, we say one thing. Maybe it's to end the argument. Sure. Okay, we'll say one thing. Right. But we are still festering and our actions totally are not saying that this argument is done. Right. Well, that really rolls back in to be honest and deal with it, which is what we talked about just a second ago. And we spent so much time on it, we said we should move on to the next one. I know, but I think um, they all kind of roll in well, together. Well, that's why, yeah, four and five did go together. Yeah. That's why we paired them together yeah. in this. And next time we'll do be courteous, be respectful, remain calm. Those three go together very easily yeah. so we'll, we'll do that one next time but um be clear with what you're saying and i think that so just for an example um as far as passive aggressive behavior i really struggled yesterday with wanting to get passive aggressive on my behavior because i worked on a saturday uh about 13 hours preparing to go to this job tomorrow and i've already worked another four or five today i got another hour or two to put in tonight after we're done with this and last night you know i'm sitting there just in absolute pain my foot's killing me because (laughs) i've got this planter's fissiitis or whatever it's called and everything else and mary's like would you rub my back i got a spot and i'm just like oh uh, trust me i really (laughs) I will I will take care of rubbing your back. But you know what? I, I loved my wife well as much as I wanted to get passive aggressive and create additional work for you to do or make snide comments or mumble or whatever. I was the, the upstanding, incredible husband that I am. <laughs> and I rubbed your back. There you yeah. go. With one hand and I rubbed my foot with the other hand. Uh, <laughs> Oh, but, as you can see, we have had a couple of weeks. Well, we and we are being honest. January, it's been <laughs> it's been good. We've been blessed. God's good. Lots of work, lots of work. We have had lots so, of work. There you go. And thank it. you, God. Um, thank you, God. Absolutely. So, um, I, and I. So, have you ever seen somebody say something with their words? And their facial expression is completely opposite of what they're saying. Hmm. Besides myself? I haven't watched myself. Well, <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I, I think. You know what? I don't I know if I actually think it happened the first time I ever really saw it was when your mom said, Welcome to the family to me <laughs> with her words. But. <laughs> But her no, facial expression you... was, what did we just get into? <laughs> My mom loves you. I know she does. And that's the great part. Is I love picking on your mom. We you have, have always picked on my mom. 
But you know what? I don't know if it's so much the facials. If I can just pick one thing with a facial expression. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe they're just kind of... Maybe they got their hand on their hip. Maybe it's more of the sure. body language. Sure, posture. You know, and, and saying saying one thing. And then, um, but I think more along the lines, it's actions. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm fine. Thank you very much. Okay, yes, I forgive you. And then they whip around. <laughs> and you're like, do I dare eat that piece of pie they just made me? Right. Right. You know, was this made by what was it the maid? Was that the movie where the lady took them the pie that was actually her feces? If they said it was a chocolate pie, I'm trying to Oh, remember, I don't but... remember movie. Oh, gross. Yes. Oh, gross. That was, that was gross. But but I think it's a lot more I think a lot of people have gotten used to controlling maybe fa- facial expressions while they're in front of you. Yeah. Well, and in, you know, I didn't mean to make that face out loud, sorry. That's <laughs> But True. I think it's a lot more is when they when they turn around and a day's gone by or even a couple hours have gone by and then their actions clearly communicate that it they're not done with it. Well, or yeah, and I think that that can get into a lot of behaviors, especially in marriage, like money, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just use money as an example. When you say, "Look, we've got to tighten the budget up. We're not doing this. We've got to stop spending money on foolish stuff." And yep, we agree. And then later that afternoon, the husband's flying down the road, and he's like, "You know what? I'm stopping to get something to eat." And the wife's like, "Oh, look, there's a cute purse." And you right. know, I mean, it's right. It's uh, you say one thing with your mouth, but your actions go completely. So be consistent with your communication, with what you're saying. Be consistent. Let your life reflect the words of your mouth. Yes. Ooh, ooh, ooh that's good. <laughs> you know what? That could become a little meme that you put up on yeah. the Honest Marriage Podcast. Instagram and Facebook page. You like that <laughs> shameless plug there? Just rolled right into it, didn't it? That's right. We are on Instagram and and Facebook, um, I think we've beaten, I think, beaten I think these we two have. horses pretty well to death here today. Maybe I do. I think we've we've had fun with it, but we've also I think communicated very well that you need to be careful in yeah. communication with your spouse, and you can also use this in relationship at work or different oh, places. Yeah, yeah. This isn't and, just yeah. It's marriage. just not marriage. This is, this is with your kids. This is with your right. family. This is with your boss. This is you know. Be honest, deal with the stuff that's there, right. and be very clear with what you're saying, and have consistency with the words of your mouth and the actions of right. your life, yes. so that they all go together. Well, this has been episode five of the Honest Marriage Podcast. And I am so glad you have joined us today. I am too. And hey, we're going to be under 25 minutes with the intro and the exit music awesome. that I'll have later. Awesome. So there you go. We're if, staying consistent with our commitment <laughs> to stay under 25 minutes. If you guys want to get in touch with us, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Honest Marriage Podcast. Um, and you can reach us on email, honestmarriagepodcast uh, at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to hear from you. And we would love to, you know, if you got an idea of what you'd like us to talk about um, on another episode. And um, just give us a shout. And also, please uh, feel free to share 
uh, where you are listening to this podcast at, whether it be Anchor or Spotify or any of the many other platforms, we would love for you to uh, share it and even tag us in it when you share it on the social media pages. So again, uh, my name is Meredith Kendall. And I am Rob Kendall, and we are your co-hosts for the Honest Honest Marriage Marriage Podcast. Podcast. Because in marriage, you're in it for better. And worse. And worse. Thank you for joining us for today's Honest Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can find us at Honest Marriage Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, or email us with your questions and comments at honestmarriagepodcast at gmail.com. We hope today's episode was helpful and you were encouraged, because in marriage, you're in it for better and worse.